Hello and welcome to episode twenty. Fine, you know what? You want you want to be the big dick fucking mariachi band? Okay, you fucking you do the intro. I don't even care. No, 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 it's cool. I'm like, you know, I can't perform under pressure. So evidently. <laughs> okay, you sit there and slap yourself in the face until I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as per usual I am joined by Wib, say hello. Hello. And I'm joined by Drummerbot, say hello. Hey up. So how is everybody this fine, fine day? I'm alright. Oh good. <laughs> Drummerbot. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good, I'm quite excited, I've got things to talk about. Oh, gaming related things? Mostly. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's. It, I actually have a list, which is, you know, preparation and all that. So. That's a misanthropod first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Drawmat has a list. Uh, so, um, I do have one thing to mention before we get into what we've all been up to. So, we talked, um, I can't remember if it was last time or the time before, about the 8th edition 40k rules coming out. Oh, yes. Yep, yep, yep. And they've put out like an FAQ, because I think it's actually coming out way sooner than, than originally um, originally like inferred. I guess it doesn't take too long to... Rebodge old fantasy rules into new 40k rules. <laughs> well, yeah. so you say that, but I think maybe that's exactly the case. <laughs> because we found out two things, uh, two things about it. Like, there's there's other stuff as well, but the two things that I consider to be like the, the most interesting is that one, the all the old codexes, they are all not going to work with this at all. So all your old oh, codexes are wow. going to be out of date. Oh, you mean all those things I spent fucking money on? Exactly. Um, but to alleviate that, the rules, much like fantasy, are now going to be free. Ooh. They've we- literally just put an orc-shaped hat, like a 40k-shaped hat, on Age of Sigma. <laughs> on, hey, guys. Uh, hello, my name is 40k Rules. Look, if they're going to take one thing from... What's your first from- name, Mr. 40k Rules? I don't know. <laughs> But if they're going to take one thing from Age of Sigmar, then make then the rules being free is something I'm totally fine with. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking about it, um, and the the way in which the rules were put out, like they were weirdly exclusionary to people that could only just afford the hobby. Because, like, say say hypothetically, and I say this hypothetically as if it's not literally a situation I've been in, um, <laughs> of Having a complete army that spent many years putting together, yep. and suddenly a new edition comes out, and your army is one of the first things that gets a new codex. And so that meant that to play the game with pe- with people who will want to be playing the new rule set, you've got to fork out like what a codex and a full rule book when they first come out is, well, that's pushing like 100 quid. Mm. Yep. And that's just that's ridiculous, just for rules. Like especially when, especially like say with the difference between, um, I mean, hell, from third to seventh uh, edition, the the rule changes have been minor, really. Yeah, like the core of it stayed mostly the same. Yeah, 
which is why you you could the, the, I mean hell um Dark Eldar kept their their like third edition codex up until like near it was I think it was late 5th because the rules hadn't changed enough you could use those old codexes fine so yeah um I'm 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 quite happy about it because yeah, like, if you did have lots of armies as well, then yeah, it was just stupid to to upgrade them all with the, all the books and yeah. stuff. I mean, I know it's I know, not exactly an inexpensive hobby to begin. With. Yeah, you can argue, you know, like oh well, if you don't have the money to do this, then you shouldn't be playing the game at all. Yeah, but, but that that to me is also bullshit. arguing the whole. Well, yeah. you know, you 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 don't have much money. If you poor, you don't deserve fun. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly it. I mean, some people think that, but I like to think that you know nice decent people don't think that <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing like not not always being in the best financial position ourselves like liking 40k is something which oh it's been agonizing <laughs> yeah it's oh it's terrible it, it's, it's like they can smell the poor on us and they want to make it worse <laughs> yes yeah, like, oh, a new army comes out and you really 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 want to want want to to play that army it's like well you can't mm. sorry you can't afford it and it's like yeah i know that it's it's a it is a a product at the end of the day, but yes, but at the same time, Games Workshop's piss poor financial decision and outrageously steep pricing is that of legend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I was going to yeah. say, like, I don't know if it's just the inner cynic in me or if it's many years of getting to know Games Workshop. But as soon as you said, right, rules are only free, I was like, well, obviously the models are going to go up in price then, like, <laughs> because oh shit, Games yeah. Workshop demand money off everyone and if they make something cheaper they're going to make something else more expensive right i mean i get i i don't actually know how how age of sigmar affected if at all the um the price of the actual models for the game no i'm not sure actually because i mean part of that there's it may also be like right down to a thing of the that books might actually be more expensive to produce than the models themselves they're actually so they're actually kind of cutting the things that they make the least profit on. Yeah, maybe. I well, I mean, maybe that I that's probable, but at the same time, you've got to think. You know, that sounds like something a smart business would do. In fair, Games Workshop is <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, but in in absolute fairness, they have been getting a, a lot better over the last couple of years. But yeah, so it's so hopefully, uh, hopefully the rules will be good because yeah. uh, because if so, then you know it's better for the free rules to be good because if they're not, then that just means everyone will go back to playing seventh. I know why they've done it, like digital. It's so that you know what they did was they sat there and they employed like two people, paid them twenty five p an hour to tip x out the word sigma and write the emperor <laughs> and like those people just like they got like i don't know they died they 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 fell they fell into the pile of books and died and rotted all the books which is why they made it most, most is that is that why yep that's you Cor- heard, you corpse, heard it here first yeah corpses rotting up the warehouse where they store all yeah. all the books yeah that's what okay. happened because sh- they were tipexing bits of the codex the rule book out Okay, that's legit. That's yeah. legitimately a thing, isn't it? Games Workshop, don't sue me for defamation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I do. I do sit there and go, you know, th- there's that little bit in the back of your mind that goes, it would be really nice to, to, to maybe do some work with Games Workshop at <laughs> some point, considering that we, we've made so much content based on their stuff, but I also realise how many times on podcasts and in videos... Just in general. We have made it so they will never talk to us. <laughs> this is true. 
But Can you like, imagine that? We're not saying anything that's like they don't know, right? They must know that people think they're quite overpriced a lot of the time. They're just, I mean, they are, they make good models. So if you've got the money, it is worth it. It's just, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would like to. I would like to see it. Like if we like wrote a letter, or any, if we like wrote an email to Games Workshop, it was like, dear Games Workshop, we really, we really like your products, and we'd like to work with you on something. We get a list back, like an itinerized list of like. <laughs> Okay, so uh, uh, Mr. Ward, um, the Wib, as as, you know, as you're known, uh, you have drawn several comics specifically attacking our company and the products we produce. Um, you have produced things that some may describe as a manifesto. Yes, uh, <laughs> issuing and, threats against our company. Yes, Mrs. Ward, aka Snipe, you have written at length on several forums, and actually, you'll, you seem to be a lot more verbal. Let me quote here. I'm going to blank Games Workshop and all of their blanking employees with a blanking chainsaw. I'll be like, well, I'm sorry, you took that, a con- uh, took that out of context. I will continue. This is not taken out of blanking context. I fucking hate Games Workshop. I literally mean what I'm saying I literally saying right mean now. what I'm saying. And if they quote me, they I hope they print it out, roll it up and cram it up their asses. So no, I don't think we'll be working with you. Although I kind of want to do that just so we can print that out and frame it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just send it back to them. Can you send us a side copy of that, please? <laughs> I'd like a photo with the highest up person you can get, like, with this. Like, a selfie with it. I just like to think of it as us being the most punk rock of war gamers. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, but you have to spell rock as in an orc rock. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, all of that ranting aside, like, I mean, I hope 8th edition is good. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. If, it, if the rules are free, um, yeah, hopefully it all, all goes well. I've keep, do, have they given any idea of when it's going to be out? Um, probably, but I don't know. Okay. That's fair. Uh, today. <laughs> Randy Pitchford is actually, uh, he's, he's managing the, uh, the downloads. Yeah. 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 yeah he's, uh, he's sending out download codes for some, I mean, literally it's just a link, but he wanted to send out codes for some reason. Well, well actually his goat baby's doing it. He's, he's just <laughs> his name on it. That, that goat baby's like a month old. Yeah, well, Brand- not okay. Randy Pitchford's a bad person. He's he's doing. Well, I'm starting to think so. He, he's going to child labor his own goat child. He's going to kid labor. <laughs> kid yeah, labor because that's the name of baby goat. That whole thing is a callback to a previous podcast. I feel sorry for you if you didn't listen to that one. <laughs> I'm envious if you didn't listen to that with your own dammies. <laughs> so, um, Snow, what have you been doing this week? I've I've been working hard and not really playing video games. Okay. I play. I would like to talk about one called <laughs> Stories Untold. Oh yeah, that came out um, fucking ages ago. A few months back, I think. Yeah, something like that. Very cool game. Drama, but have you heard about that? I I literally don't know what that is. Stories Untold. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Stories Untold is like a text-based horror game. Okay. If that makes any sense, but like you have visuals, so okay. you're kind of you're kind of glued to one spot, and you've got to like like the first episode because there's like four episodes within it, and you unlock them as you go on. The first one is like I think it's called Haunted House, and you literally the, the visuals is you're sat like at a desk in the eighties and you've got wood panel you've got like a wood panel computer and it look it looks like a um a spectrum like you've got the keyboard there and like the mm. big ass TV. And you're literally just playing a text-based game on the monitor. 
And I don't want to spoil too much, so I'll just kind of get into a little bit of it. Of the first episode. Yeah. Because I, I really think, like, if at any point this sounds interesting to you, go out and buy it, because holy shit, it's awesome. Uh, it's published by Devolver Digital, it so is. that should probably tell you something about it, because they tend to not publish uninteresting games. Definitely. And it starts off, and like you're like in in the game, your character is going to like their childhood house, and it's actually quite nice. It's oh, it's a beautiful day, and and Dad's left you a nice note going, oh, remember all the fun we had in the house, and you know, me, you, your sister, and your mum, and all this kind of stuff. And you, you know, you got to get out the car, you got to look at the glove box, and then you got to go in, and then you got to go and turn the generator on, and it's all very twee and quite sweet. And it carries on quite pleasant for a while. Um, again, very mild spoilers, like, just for the first kind of, like, bit of distress. You get a note from your father that says, Oh, I've I found a box of something that you used to love in the attic. I, I popped it in your bedroom. And you go, oh, okay, so, you know, you make your way up the stairs, you go to your room, there's a box on, on, on your bed, so you open your box, and there's, like, an old computer, basically the one that you're using in the visuals. And it's like, oh, it's this computer with a copy of Stories Untold, Haunted House. And you're like, okay, this is really meta. <laughs> and then, you know, you set up the computer and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a bash for old time's sake. Oh, I remember playing this as a kid. And you pop it in, the power goes out. Like, in, in your weird, um, like, in the desk. It just <laughs> snap. And you're like, what? And, the, like, the computer just goes massively glitchy and screwy. And starts like flickering and like like all the imagery is up and upside down and then it like but it comes back, and it's completely different. And it's like you roll up to the darkened woods where the the house of your of your miserable childhood sits, and like everything is horrible. You go in and you've got this weird note, and you basically you open it up in different places and it says different things. Like I think if you open it in the bathroom, it's made of human skin. Oh, yeah, it is just like, what the fuck? And it is just so unsettling. But this is what really, really grabbed me. Is So you're sat there with your, you know, your little little HUD on the computer, and then you go, okay, go, go into the living room. And you hear a door open beneath you. And you're like, um, I'm sure that's nothing. And then, like, the, the person you're playing as in the game is, like, you can feel another presence in the house. They shouldn't be here. Yeah. And you've got, you go through and, you, like, you can hear this, this person moving around the house as you do. And then you go, oh, go upstairs. You hear someone coming up the fucking stairs, like, behind you. And then it's, like, you're sitting there and then it goes... And then the alarm on top of the TV, because you've got, like, a little digital alarm clock, it just starts going nuts. And, it, and it's, like, the tech stops and goes... You hear an alarm upstairs, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, it's it's so fucking scary." But yeah, I'm not going to spoil how it how it kind of ends, but that that just that was such a cool concept. I loved that. Aren't the the different chapters in the, in the game or the episodes? Aren't they all like quite different as well? They are very different. Um, the second one is like to do with like you helping out with a science experiment. I think they're all set around like the eighties as well. So, <laughs> oh yeah, because the entire aesthetic of it is pretty much stolen wholesale from Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> but that's okay because it, mean, it does it yeah. so well. But yeah, like the second one's like you, you know you got like a lab assistant doing little tests, uh, and the third one, which is my absolute favorite, you're like 
in the middle of, of this, like, tundra, sorting out, like, radio frequencies. And it's like, it, it was really hard to get a grip of first, because, like, you tune into a frequency, and it's like, it is like a robotic voice telling you numbers. And you've got to write them down, and then you've got to break the code, and you've got, like, this weird microfilm that you have to refer to. So it's like, if it'll, it, it'll be talking in, like... There'll be one in like Morse code, so you got to write down what Morse what, what the Morse code is, and mm-hmm. then type it in, and that's the password for the hidden signal that you need to access. And you've got like two other characters that are talking with you, and oh my god, I love that one so much. It is so fucking scary <laughs> and so fucking involving. I haven't got the ball. I haven't had the balls to play the fourth one yet. <laughs> but yeah, really, really oh, enjoyed okay. that. Cool. It's not super expensive either. Mm. I, I seem to remember it's only about... It's like five pounds or something? Yeah, I think it's just over okay, five. That's not bad, too. Mm. Hey, cool. But no, I, I very much recommend that. It's it's very, very interesting and, and quite scary, which you know you, you had to be there like, in the room <laughs> while I was playing it because I'm a massive wuss. But I still think, considering I used to scream like an idiot at just the stupidest things, I think I've come a long way with horror games. Oh yeah, you're uh, actually playing a horror game on your own by choice is certainly a lot better than even when we started the channel and you were pissing yourself when playing Dead Space. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dead Space. when I got to Dead Space 3 and it wasn't scary and I <laughs> yeah. was just like, I don't fucking care anymore. EA has sucked the soul out of this franchise. Yep. <sighs> anyway, Drama Matt, you were talking about having a big old list of stuff you'd done. Yeah, shall we get... Hang on. Here we go. Can you hear it? Oh, That's the sound of my I, list. I, oh god, are you using paper? Paper, yeah. Old, old, old school dead tree technology. Yeah, man. Fucking hipster. Only because I was using that to. Um, it's an old school paper I was using to help. I was writing the um, email to you guys about D and D. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, helping you go through what you need to do when you level up. And I was just using dropping down things on that because it's just easier just to quickly drop things down on there for everyone. And then I had paper lying around, so. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm acting as if it's like I'm being a massive snob, but I literally have a notepad on my desktop, like, right yep. there, that's got all of the uprising things that I want to buy, and how much that costs. Okay, I'm just going to put this out there right now. Um, no one at home gives a flying fuck about the pieces of paper we have on our desktop. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Audience, fucking prove him wrong. I am sick of his shit. I'm sick of him being a smug asshole. You guys tune in to hear what's on our desks. Just admit it. Okay, maybe I should uh, add a uh, add an addendum to such a statement. Whilst, yes, I do not believe that anyone is tuning in to hear about what is on our desks, I would also say that anyone that does care really, really shouldn't. Are you judging people? <laughs> I I am slightly judging people for, for being interested in the notepad that's on the desk that is... <laughs> You know, just a long list of sprays <laughs> that you want to unlock. <laughs> okay, like I've all, uh, you know, I've always strived to be a non-judgmental person, and I, I I thought until today that was something that we shared. <laughs> I guess I was wrong, and I'm sorry, listeners. He does not represent the views of of me or Drama Matt. I can say he is an outlier and and should be ridiculed because he's horrible. Judging people for what they like. Not happy. <laughs> Snipe and Webby's over. Drama Matt is over. So. so, Matt, your list. So, yes, things to talk about. I guess, first thing I was going to mention, I meant to mention it before we started recording, to be honest. Because um, I'm not sure how relevant it is to people's interest. But I got a new tattoo. Oh! <gasps> oh, you got it! Yeah! You didn't send me a picture, you shit! 
Oh, I feel... Oh, I see how it is. Ugh. Where's your phone? No, I wanted to talk to you about it just so I can hear what your reaction was rather than send you a picture. Um, oh, that's fine, that's fine. But, oh, dude, I am so psyched. Did you go to that... Uh... Convention. Okay, yeah. yeah ex- will explain. people be interested? Shall I talk about it? Or shall I just I'm interested, so hopefully everyone else will be. Um, cool. So, yeah, there's a... There's a um... Well, they're kind of a... They're not a tattoo studio. They're kind of more a duo art collective thing called Expanded Eye. And they do lots of art stuff and they do lots of exhibitions and installations and art things. But they also do tattoos, like, occasionally. And they have residencies in studios for, like, a few months a year, usually. And you're meant to usually, like, send them your story and they come up with a thing and it's all, like you're probably not going to get chosen because, like, they have so many requests. Mm. But they were doing a... They, I saw on Facebook they were doing a um, convention just a couple of hours south of Bordeaux in a town called Pau, I think, P-A-U. I don't know how it's pronounced. Mm. Um, and, yeah, they just said, right, this is rare chance, but we're in the neighbourhood anyway, so we're just doing a... You can come along and no bookings, and you select something from our sketchbook. And I was like, I've wanted one of these guys' tattoos for years... I was like, yeah, cool, I popped down, assuming that it'd be too busy to work out. And it all worked out, and I got one. I decided what nice. I wanted on the morning. And Ooh. How long did it take? About, I don't know, we finished at half two, but I mean, we started at somewhere between 12, half 12-ish. Oh, nice. Um, we're not sure. But they were, oh, they're absolutely lovely guys. Like, we were just chatting to them about ages, and at the end we had a beer, because they had some beer tokens, because it was at a convention thing. So they were like, oh, do you want a beer? <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, I'll have a half. I don't want to have a pint because I need to drive home and I'm already like high <laughs> on adrenaline, so I don't really want to have that. I was like, I can have, I'll have a half just to share a drink with you. And yeah, that was oh, it. sometimes I mean, they're not my heroes, that's not what I mean. But you know, you're the saying, don't meet your heroes or don't meet people you've like seen online. Yeah. But yeah, but in this case, they were absolutely lovely. Nice. Um, so, so where'd you get it? Uh, inside, that's another thing as well, because it was like picked from there. And I was like, well, I quite like it somewhere on my right arm, top right of my body, somewhere around then. But, and they were like, because they were talking about like how placement's quite important to them. Yeah. So, but basically we spent the first like half an hour printing off various different size templates and just putting them in different places <laughs> to like choose the best place. Nice. Which is quite cool of them. So we ended up going, I've sent you the picture, I sent um, inside of my right arm. Ooh, nice. Um, which feels weird when it gets up to your armpit. It fucking hurts when it gets up there. It like, but the thing is, it doesn't hurt. Like, it feels like for me, it felt like the pain was in my wrist. And really? I was speaking to the guy about it, and he was like, "Yeah, when I've had the the inside of my arm done and gone up towards the armpit, it starts to be painful in his nipples because apparently, like, because of the way that nerves are connected and stuff. When it's just there's like various areas where you can't tell where the pain is, yeah. and then your body's like, oh, it's obviously somewhere else. Oh, so. I guess it's like the whole heart attack thing, like your arm will start hurting. Yeah, I don't really know, but yeah. yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I don't really know what it is, to be honest. It's a bit abstract. It's almost okay. kind of, I'm trying to explain, just basically if anyone is interested, get onto the Expanded Eye um, Facebook page or Tumblr or whatever, and they're, they're, all their things are of a similar sort of theme, and they're kind of like shapes and slightly... Is it cubist? I don't really know art stuff. Uh, cubist, um, surrealist, yeah, that minimal. sort of stuff. Very, um, it, it, they rely heavily on a lot of uh, straight lines, yeah, and shapes, yeah. Uh, very, very abstract, but they, uh, as a whole, I think the pictures are quite pulled together. Yeah, I mean, they're probably not to everyone's taste, but I've oh, really no, they, liked they, them, It's so. quite an extreme style, so yeah, I really like it. And I've wanted one for ages, and I was like, I'll drive down, but there's no bookings, and I don't know if anyone else is going to. Because I don't know, like, how famous they are or whatever. 
So I was like, I don't know if loads of other people are going to be there. And then I got there in the morning, it opened at half ten. So I aimed to get there at half ten, which meant I left Bordeaux at like half six. Because I wanted Ooh. to make sure I got there in time. <laughs> and Dude, I got there commitment. and then they weren't there. But their, their store was there with their logo, but they just weren't there. So I was like hanging out for a couple of hours thinking like, are they just not coming today? Because I came, went on the Sunday and they'd already been there all day Saturday. I was like, so are they not, not here today? Or have they changed their mind or something cropped up or something? But eventually they, they turned up and they were just busy in the morning for doing whatever. Oh, um, dude, I'm so glad. Because yeah. I remember we were talking about it beforehand and you were like, I really don't know whether I should go down because I yeah. probably won't get in. Well, I was like, it was a, <laughs> it was a quite a, well, a three-hour drive each way. So, like, not crazy long, but a long way to go for nothing. And then I was like, and we also yeah. we, had a, we had a mate over for the weekend. And I was just like, you don't mind me just buggering off for one of the two days you're here, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it was unexpected because I only found out that they were there like a week before. And then I couldn't didn't know what I was getting until they turned up and I went through the sketchbook. So... So nice. it's a different way of doing it to I've done it before. Yeah, definitely. Well, so. I'll tell you what. If um, if so, people uh, people listening to this can can see. If uh, would you mind if we put up the picture that you you send, and we'll put it up on Twitter when the um, when this podcast goes live, so people can see it. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, that's a that was taken the day after it was done, so it's all like you can see all the bruising and all the redness <laughs> and whatever around it. Um, but yeah, go for it if you want. If people, if awesome. people are interested, I don't know if anyone cares. But I thought I'd talk about it anyway. Mainly, just I, to hear I, your I, I really care because tattoos are the fucking <laughs> shit. And our, our like YouTube career is pretty much based entirely around: Will anyone care? Oh well, we're doing it anyway. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. <laughs> I need to get another tattoo. I'm actually saving up for another one, and I can't decide. I was thinking of getting like the cross flintlocks, but I'm not a okay. member of the military police. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's an old military police, like yeah. But I think, yeah. Like, like people get like sailor tattoos now without being a sailor. I, don't, I think, yeah, yeah. Things evolve, right? So I wouldn't let that stop you. I mean, if something has like a like, I probably wouldn't get a swastika because it used to mean something bad and still kind of well, does. But like some yeah. th- some things, like you know, the the meanings move on. But no, I was thinking of like basically making it super geeky and having McCree's revolvers. <laughs> Instead, but like that would need to be quite large, mm. larger than I'd like okay. because you need a lot of detail on there. But that that's that's one I'm kind of playing with. But I'm also like I want one on my left um forearm, like the inside of my left forearm. Uh, good placement. And good I was placement. very good placement. <laughs> and like, cause I, I mean, I have a tattoo on my upper arm, but I barely see it. So I kind of I want one that I can see like more often. And I was thinking, like, well, I'd like, I'd like one of those really nice neo-traditional, very smooth, like, shaded color of like, like I don't know, a wolf or something. And I'm like, if if I don't fucking get a hold of myself now, I'm gonna be one of those. I'm gonna be that guy covered in wolf tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I need to nip that in the bud. I feel like. I don't know. I'm trying to give you a limit. Maybe half of your tattoos are allowed to be wolf-related. I feel like if you have one, but you can like round up. So if you don't, if you have one you allowed it to be a wolf tattoo. But then if you yeah. get a second, it can't be. But if you get a third, I think you can get away with two and one. I think what you need to do is to uh, is to maybe balance it out is, uh, is I don't know, maybe have a dinosaur one. I, I really <laughs> want a dinosaur <laughs> yes. one, but this, this, is, this is the thing. I want, like, a T-Rex skull, but, again, I don't want to be the guy with all the skull tattoos because mm. I fucking love skulls. Uh, similar, similar rule. Half. But yeah, okay, we probably shouldn't just sit here talking about tattoos for the rest of the podcast, no. even though I'd quite happily. Yeah, it is. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we'll get back on to what, what the vague topic of 
what this podcast exists for games right i suppose i finished mass effect 3 nice whoop last week actually we're getting the old news i see how it is how did you feel about the ending um i thought it was i thought it was fine to be honest i got the extent the like extended ending yeah, like, yeah. downloaded yeah, good already. Choice. So good choice. My main issue was the ending. It's not so much like okay, well, the ending is basically the same in different. Like, can we talk about this, people? I was basically the only one who didn't know what the ending was, right? Okay. <laughs> I um, can we talk I, about? I think so. About them. Uh, I guess. I guess. Try to be as vague as possible. Yeah. But be warned, listener, if you don't want spoilers for Mass Effect, skip. If, like... Yeah, if you don't want spoilers, skip forward like two or three minutes. Um, because the main people's main issue was that. The, th- the, the different endings you could get were basically the same in different colours. The three flavours. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you can kind of say that. I mean, it's just, it, I don't know, like, I was I was fine with that. Like, it was just, because it's not really, because it's, it's kind of, you get a different cutscene, but then it's, it's fundamentally different to what you've done. Yeah. So I was fine with that. My biggest issue with the endings was that when you get to make the choice, you can see that there's three different ways you can go to make the choice, but I didn't know which one lined up to which thing. Because I was listening oh, to the no. thing, and then it got to the end. I was like, so which colour is which of the choices? I knew what the three choices were, and I knew that there was three colours. But I didn't know which colour mapped to which choice. I was just sat there being like, hmm. did you not mention that? Or was I just, did I just zone out in that bit of the cutscene? I'm like, pretty sure there's a cutaway where it shows... Um, oh God, what's it shows he doing it, but I didn't pay attention to which colour each bit was, because I didn't realise that was how I had to choose. Yeah, well, like, CO... I can't remember what he, what he is, but CO's like, he's blue. Because he he wants to do like the the chaotic good thing, and then there's like it shows the elusive man doing one thing. Yeah, yeah, which I, is I, red. I, yeah, and then there's green, which I think is the only one to pick. But that's just me. It's um, destruction, control, and synthesis. Yeah, yeah. I went for I synthesis, think. which is green. Uh, yeah, no. we we both went mint flavor. Okay, now I, yeah. I went destruction because I was like, I, w- I don't want to like force any everyone else in the universe to change. So, well, you see, uh, I was like, I, I don't want to do that either. But it's either that or everything is fucking meaningless, and there was no point in doing anything. Well, you stopped the big invasion of Reapers yeah, and now. stopped everyone. Yeah, only in fifty thousand years or whatever, or whenever. That's that's still that's still too much for me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I mean, if you start thinking that long term, it's like, well, what's the point in existing now? Because at some point, the sun will explode. Like, yeah, but that, that's. I'm, I'm more thinking in the life terms of the aliens that are alive. I didn't want to make them change. Was my logic anyway. Well, no, no, I get yeah. that. That's the thing. But yeah, I like, had to yeah. like guess. I was like, I, honestly, in the, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw the elusive man doing his thing, and I saw. So I, but I didn't notice, pay attention to what color each one was because I didn't think that would okay. be important. And then it was like, right, choose which color you want. I was like, but which color is the thing that I want? And it was just like, I don't know, pick one. <laughs> oh, dude. So I, I kind of guessed, and luckily I got I got it right. So I didn't have to go through it all again. I say right. I got. I chose the one that I wanted to choose. Um, do you know that there is the the fourth ending if you went renegade as well? Uh, it's something to do with um, killing the kid or something. Yeah, you just shoot him. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, is that how it is, bitch?" And just fucking because yeah, yeah your, your shepherd is such a renegade that basically even even destiny and fate cannot hold him. Yeah. Well, no, because they're an asshole loser. Yeah, just, so they just the what, ha- what happens? Does everyone die then or something? Oh, presumably. Um, <laughs> I don't think it has a big ending cutscene when you do it. I think you just shoot the kid and walks <laughs> The game off. just crashes. He's like, no. <laughs> the game uninstalls. <laughs> Didn't realise we gave that guy a HP value in hitbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, no, I was, I was actually, I wasn't disappointed by the ending. I was like, okay, cool. There's not really, I don't know how else it could have ended. 
Really? Yeah, well, I mean, I know that the original um, versions of the ending, you didn't, you know, um, after after you've got, like, the rendered part of it, yeah. then you go to, like, all the images, yeah. the yeah. slideshow, basically. That slideshow was not there. Mm. Yeah. So it so the th- the differences between the three endings were incredibly subtle, and it was pretty much the colour, and that's actually mostly it. Mm. Oh, but did you like the best part about the ending, regardless of what colour you chose? The Buzz Aldrin standing there with just the shrunk down, fully grown man pretending to be a baby, like pretending to be a child. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? It's like it's like, oh, Grandpa, tell me yeah. another story about yeah. the shepherd. Yeah. And it's like Buzz Aldrin, and like they literally just take them. Is it is it Buzz yeah. Aldrin? Like literally, or are you just saying that? No, no, that's it's it is legitimately voiced by Buzz Aldrin. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and he's like he's standing, and they're like they're just kind of standing there, and they're, they're like blacked out silhouettes up against like a yeah, really yeah, pretty yeah. sky, in like a yeah. foresty and, type. Yeah, and yeah. they they shrunk down like a fully grown man and pretended that was a kid. Are, are you talking about the image that they used? No, it's literally it's animated. It's just not very well animated. Okay, you I, don't remember that? No, at no. no. Yeah, I remember it, but I didn't notice anything weird about it. No. Okay, fine. But yeah, I always remember laughing okay. my ass off at that because I'm like, <laughs> that's literally just a fully grown man that you've shrunk. And one could argue that that is all a child is anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's not because proportions are completely different. Because their heads are fucking huge. In the future, babies will be born exactly the same as adults. They're just smaller. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then why did they? Why did the the boy sound different? Because he's smaller, and so his his like vocal cords are smaller, so he's higher pitched. I think we're getting hung up on something that's not really. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a very important loose end of Mass Effect that I need to sort out. <laughs> that it's entirely possible you're the only person that noticed. It really bugs me. <laughs> It's not okay. Is this one of those things where I'm going to look and it's not even really a thing? Okay, okay stop the podcast. Look at this shit now. <laughs> I, no, no. Yes. <laughs> this isn't fair. <laughs> what else is on your topic, uh, Matthew? So... I'm sure change the subject. That's fine. <laughs> the people need to know, Matt. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I finished Mass Effect. So I was like wanting to look on to something else. So, as you guys know, because you'd kindly bought it for me, I have Overwatch. Yes! Yeah. We still have your Overwatch copy here. It's just sitting on my shelf looking beautiful. My issue with it is that my internet connection here is only, like, 5 meg-ish, between 4 and 5, depending on the time of day. So it took me, like, the first day to download it. And then every yeah. other time I've gone, like, okay, I've got a bit of time to come play. I'll, t- I'll boot up the Blizzard interface thing, and it's like downloading update and then it, and then it take there's like an hour's long worth update downloading uh, it's just okay. enough of me to like get distracted and move on to something else and then i'll come back a few days later and like do it again it's like oh no another update so it's done that like <laughs> twice now so i was gonna play get on this morning and i came went on and i was like oh no another, another update so i haven't had a chance to you play know what this yet. means it just it's trying to get you to play more frequently <laughs> yeah maybe i think I think part of the problem is is that you you got it dead center of them doing an event, yeah, yeah like a big event, and adding and adding bits and tweaking it. Yeah. So, so you yeah, it's getting patched more frequently at the moment than than yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So I've not booted it up yet. No, shit. Because well, I keep trying. We need to change that. But I mean, after after either after the podcast, depending on what time it is, and then if not, definitely tomorrow. Yeah. So in the meanwhile. So I've got more topics to talk about. In the meanwhile, I've been doing other things with my time. So most of which okay. I've been pl- messing around with Game Maker. Oh, which is oh kind nice. of cool because I got it on like a humble bundle ages ago. Yeah, I did so, that as well. Yeah, so I've been messing about. I've been trying. I've been avoiding all of the drag and drop bits and actually doing it 
from the code. Yeah. Um, so I've been messing around with that. So yeah, it's it's quite good fun. It's quite satisfying. I've missed. I I've done bits and bobs of coding at various places before, um, and I got quite into the. Um, when we were back playing Minecraft, this is what, what four or five years ago, whenever that was. Uh, I remember Minecraft your tower thing. that had flashing lights, and I remember sitting there going, "I just built a house <laughs> well, out of dirt. <laughs> this <laughs> motherfucker has built a fucking suspension bridge and a fucking eight hundred foot tower oh, that oh, has you, lights on it. You didn't fuck play, this guy. You didn't play with him when when we all did tech it. Yeah, I was. I got into the um, computer craft something where it had its own like programming language. So I was building craft? Like, it, it was like computer craft or it was, yeah, I don't know, it was one, one of the I mods know what you mean. in yeah. TechIt. Um, so yeah, what, one of the other mods was nuclear power stations and things to get like more electricity. So I built one of those and I built a massive like control system that compiled it all and like told you stats and had like a basically a mini OS built into it. <laughs> I built once. I built a a, a fence with with a gate in it, <laughs> yeah. and then I put chickens in there. Yes, you did. It, yeah. yeah, I gave them names, <laughs> but then they. Came. I do like. I did like Minecraft. I, I've been playing it again recently. Yeah, just pissing about, really. Just, just, just vanilla. Just vanilla. Yeah, just vanilla. I've just been playing with, with you know, well, listening to podcasts and stuff. Is there anything interested being added? Oh, in they added stuff? a few different enemies, a few new biomes. Um, yeah, like they've added a load of stuff, but I'm I'm old and I don't like change, so I haven't really looked into it. Yeah, fair they've got horses and llamas. They Ooh, have llamas, llamas now. Oh, awesome. Which I like, because I yes. climbed a big old mountain and there was a bunch of llamas waiting there to kick me the fuck off. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Fucking, awesome. I, I, I thank those llamas. It was awesome. <laughs> now they have andesite and diorite and all this other fucking shit. I'm just like, what's this for? I could Google it, but I'm, I won't. I'm not, <laughs> not going to. I'm just not going to. So I just keep thinking it's cobblestone, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, your game maker stuff. Yeah, so I had a mess about with, like, I made, like, a quick, like... 2D platformer thing just to work out how to control movement and jumping and stuff. Well, you're ready for Steam Greenlight. Go and chuck <laughs> yeah. it on there. So the <laughs> next one I've been messing about with is an engine for... Well, not an engine, but you know I mean? Like a setup for moving around in like kind of beat-em-up 2.5D kind of mode. So like Ooh. you can move left and right, obviously, but then you move up, up and down and kind of moves you deeper back. You, you know what I mean? Like Deeper back, yes. Like deeper, deeper in... So you, you literally move vertically on the screen but actually the way that the perspective is you're actually moving further into the background so i've been messing about with trying to get that and then so i got that working because you can just make it so like when you press up you move up and it's just, just an illusion it's fine but then i was like well i quite like to be able to like jump onto like boxes or things so i was like so how do i make jumping when i've already got the plane i've already said you know if you press up you move in your y direction which is upwards then how do you jump so i had to like create like i'm sure if anyone's try anything like this it's simple but like trying to get my head around it and like creating like pretend extra axes and things and then storing your <laughs> you've got like a y position on the screen and then a ground y position for like where you are or, or where you're meant to be like further back depth wise and then a h axis for height and then you've got to do it so like it draws you properly so like if you're ground position is behind someone it draws the enemy in front of you so it looks right but then if you jump it doesn't uh, yeah <laughs> trying to get my head around it has been <laughs> yeah but i think i've just about sorted it out oh, nice. just using nice like one. pretend like just random sprites that i pinched off the internet for now just because i couldn't bother to draw <laughs> in. so yeah so that's been quite good fun so i might have a play Ooh. with actually now i've got like a system working i might actually start making like some levels and things and see see what happens 
That sounds really cool. Yeah. Hey, and like you make a game, it's you know you know you people s- who can do let's plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can send it over to us and we'll tear it to pieces. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my first port of call, if I ever get around to like making a proper game with it, is sending you guys. Go, right, okay, don't film this, but have a play. And what do you think? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I quite like to to film it, pull up on the channel, and then just talk about it, like say some fucking troglodyte made this garbage. Who <laughs> we hate. Oh. And then just at the end, go, oh yeah. Oh, by I'm the way, Matt made this. <laughs> Matt made this. He is a perfect little snowflower. He's <laughs> mon petit chou-fleur. No. <laughs> you don't even know what I said. You fake French bastard. <laughs> I'm so sick of these fake French people. So yeah, basically my last bit of gaming news is in between game because you need breaks with Game Maker because it was melting my brain. And yeah. I something oh, yeah, we're yeah. waiting for Overwatch. So I looked through games I had installed and I finally got around to playing a bit of Don't Starve. Like the single player oh, yeah. Don't Starve. Literally, this, literally this morning. I've, I mean like eight or nine days into it. Watch out for the Hellhounds. Build, build yeah, shelter. Yeah, they, they turned up at like day seven. You can hear them, can't you? But I didn't know what they yes. were. And they didn't have any weapons when they turned up so I had to like attack them with like my pickaxe and things. <laughs> Yeah, those so. things scare the fuck out of me because I, I first got to that point on stream and it was like, oh, Snipe, you're going to do a poo. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think so. And I was like, what is that noise? And everyone's just laughing at me in chat. I'm like, fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. But I think that's all the games I have to talk about, um, which is dramatically more than usual. So yeah, I thought you were going to say, which is dramatically more than you. And I was going to be like, well, I'm angry, but yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also true this week, which is a rarity. Yeah. Oh no! It's not like I haven't been playing games. I just haven't been playing any different games. Yeah, fair enough. Fair I've been enough. playing fucking Rainbow Six and Minecraft and fucking Crypt of the Necro Dancer and Banished. And yeah, I do. Ba- Banished is on my list. I've been, and I've... Heroes of of the Storm. I've been playing that. Oh, okay. You get like you get like really cool Overwatch skins for it. Uh, so I've been okay. playing that with a friend. Oh yeah, that's that's one thing. They they uh, they added a new Diva Nexus skin. Nexus two point yeah, there's a new diva skin that you can unlock through playing Heroes of the Storm, and I and I couldn't give a shit about Heroes of the Storm, but but you've played it quite a bit, so so it's kind of my my I'm the only one in the household that knows and can play it, so it's my responsibility. <laughs> so you've got to unlock the diva skin because the diva skin is like a Korean cop outfit. Yeah, she, okay. she's amazing. It's and so it, cool. It makes her mech look like the mech from the old PS1 game Future Cop LAPD, and I am so behind that. <laughs> Because see, I fucking love see, Future Cop LAPD. There, like, like, people were like, oh, have you seen the video? And we were like, no. And then I was like, come on, let's watch it. So we watched it, and you were like, I don't even fucking care about the diva skin. And the moment it appears, you're like, oh, I need that diva skin. It's so <laughs> fucking Future Cop LAPD. Ooh, wank, wank, wank. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, guess i got to get it now. I mean, I was going to get it anyway. But yeah, like, uh, they're actually, like, there's an Oni Genji skin, which they've brought back. Which, if you want to play Drama Mat, I will play... You just have to play five games, and that can be against, like, beginner AI. In, so it's just, Heroes, of in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, if, if you just do that. Because it's, like, a four-week challenge. So the first week you get an Oni Genji in, like, three little motorbikes mm. for Heroes of the Storm. The second second week you get Cop Diva. I think the third week you get, like, ten Overwatch loot boxes. I think that's the fourth week. Or, like, yeah, I can't remember what the other one is, but, yeah, I don't care. I just want the skin. I, just I want think the it's just stuff. sprays and stuff for Overwatch. Yeah, I but I, st- I still kind of want them, because, you know, Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> and I can play Heroes of the Storm, even though I only really ever play against, like, AI, because I only do it for the, um... For the promotional stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't care. And Oriole is, is my bottom bitch and I love her. <laughs> She's really cool. If it helps on the video game front, um, I haven't got any video games whatsoever to talk about. <laughs> Loser. Okay, that's good. Because uh, I've 
I, I've actually been doing a, a fair bit of work that I'll, I'll get to in a second. You know, so have I, yet I still, in my schedule, my busy schedule, do I find time for video games. Look, I t- you don't know how long it's fucking taken to make those fucking Eisenhorn Xeno fucking no, let's no, play I, videos I, actually fucking legible. I do, and it's been fucking horrible, and I'm really proud of you, and I'm sorry for your pain. That game is so fucking dark. Uh, and grim it, yeah. dark. Everything about the way it's rendered makes that more of a problem than it needs to be. It's just been a fucking fan. Ugh. But yeah, so I haven't actually been playing any games. Um, I'll explain the, one of the main reasons why in a second, but first I'm going to talk about uh, Mystery Science Theatre. Ah, the new one. Yes. Um, have, you, have you ever watched Mystery Science Theatre, Matt? I think I've seen clips of it in passing. Okay, so for the um, for ever for anyone that hasn't really encountered it, because honestly, um, it I've never seen it shown on TV in Britain. Um, it seems to be a very American thing. But yeah, the the show Mystery Science Theatre three thousand is a a guy and a couple of puppets of robots sit down and watch shitty B-movies and then riff all over them. Dirty um, bastards. It, se- it seems to be like a, a real inherent part of like a lot of people's childhoods, especially in America. Yeah. Um, and you could say that it is probably one of the biggest influences on, like, say, the comedic review sort of genre that pops up around YouTube. Like I'd say that's very heavily influenced by things like Mystery Science Theater, and you could even argue that Let's Plays in general are kind of inspired by that type of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, it's it's had multiple hosts, and you know, it's been on multiple different different channels and stuff. But they got together and they did a, a Kickstarter to make the new series, which is now on Netflix. Um, and having seen a handful of episodes before, I thought, you know what. I'll watch this, if nothing else, because they do an episode on the South Korean kaiju film Yongari. Ooh. Oh, good old Young Gary. Yeah. Oh, I love Young Gary. Yeah. Which is a movie I have a soft spot for. No, you have a hard spot for it. Let's not beat about the bush. You dirty bastard. No, I have a hard spot for Godzilla vs. Biolante. Mm, I'm going to have to sit on my hands. Ooh. So, um, yeah, so new series, and I know that there's some mixed feelings about it from some people. Um, I I've think seen some people who absolutely fucking hate it. I, I don't hate it. I quite like it, but then again, I've, I've not. It's not like part of my childhood. Is it similar to the? Is it dramatically different? I mean, to the old original ones? It's, or? it's not really that much different. I mean, obviously, there's different actors playing things. So the the, the guy who's because um, the, the main conceit of it is. Someone trapped on a on on a satellite and being forced to watch bad movies, and the original guy who oh uh, what's the original guy's name? I forgot now. Uh, Joel, Joel, that's the original guy. Uh, and he, he in the original ones, he made the robots to keep himself company from, if I remember rightly, from the parts of the space station that mean that he can stop the movie. <laughs> okay, so that's that's like part of the, the conceit of it. Um, and there's, it's like in, there's an evil, yeah, the evil bad guys who are showing him these movies. In the new one, uh. They could just fucking shoot him. Wow. Or, like, pump him out the fucking airlock. It's part of an experiment to see, see how, how it will affect someone. Okay. In the new one, uh, the the bad guys are played by, um, Felicia Day and Patton Oswald. Okay. Patton Oswald always makes me think of an old general. (laughs) Thinking of General Patton, possibly. Yep. Yeah, the um, actually the the really weird thing about it 
is that I found out that um, I I have really good uh, memory for one person's face. Okay. I hope it's mine, asshole. <laughs> so um, the, the 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 intro, the the theme song to Mystery Science Theater. Is... You mean that fucking thing where, like, occasionally you'll just be leaning into me when I'm doing work and you'll be, like, going, la, la, la. And I'm like, yes. the fuck are you doing? And then he'll I... just bugger off. Five minutes later, I'm sitting there doing work. He leans into my ear, la, la, la. And just fucks <laughs> off. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? He'll, he'll do it to sandwiches he's making. He'll do it in the shower. It's fucking, it's, un, it's unending. Well, you see, the problem is, is that the old theme tune and it, the, the new one is just a, a re-recorded version of it. The old theme tune was annoyingly catchy, but kind of intentionally a bit shit. So it's kind of, and so it's just kind of, uh, you know, it, it's catchy, but it doesn't get lodged so bad in your head. Oh, the, but no, this one has the la-la-las. The, oh, it's always had the la-la-las. Oh, whatever. Uh, the, the, the new version is like a full band recording of it with like a horn section and everything. Oh, that's why you like it, okay. <laughs> and so it's like really wedged my head. But the thing is, in the intro, you see the guy singing it, and he's in full, full makeup because the, uh, I, th- I think they're called the, um, it's like the Boneheads or something, the, the guys who are playing it, like the band, um, who, you know, they've all got like skull face paint on. Uh, and the lead singer, as you know, he's got the full school face paint on. And for some reason, I saw him, and you see him for like two seconds in the intro. And I went, "That's Harmar Superstar." <laughs> and I and like the legend. And then I had to sit there and go, "Why the fuck do I re- a remember Harmar Superstar, and b why do I remember what the fuck he looks like so well that I can see him for two <laughs> seconds in heavy makeup and go, "That's him," and then get to the credits and go, "Yeah, it is Harmar Superstar." For some reason, you recognise this guy, even though Dude. you saw him on TV once, like, ten years ago. He was ago. in a Volker commercial, I know, because, like, my brother and I were... And when I say obsessed, I fucking mean obsessed. I, we were obsessed with this guy. Because, like, he, he... Like, the commercial was, like, he was on, like... He was in, like, like, rhinest- like rhinestone-studded suits and stuff. And, like, he appears, like, in his underwear with, like, cowboy boots on. Yeah, that sounds on, like him. On, like, a, a, like a, a mechanical ball on a really low setting, but it's painted up like a unicorn. And he's talking about this vodka. And my brother and I became legitimately obsessed with this guy to the point where we, we would just be wandering around the house singing that, Hi, my superstar. Like, my, our parents got so fucking genuine, like, that they actually called an intervention. Because they were so fucking sick of us doing this. That's, I will never forget Harmar Superstar. I love that man. He is. I, I literally know him from the vodka commercial, and that's all I care about. Well, watch Mr. Science Theatre, he's there. No, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, so, um, yeah, Mr. Science Theatre, I, I know a lot of people, yeah, they don't like the change, because uh, it does feel a bit different. Um, like how the uh, there's lots of model work done in it, uh, slightly shitty, amateurish model work. And, and the pieces start falling together. As to why you love it so much. Well, yeah, but the, a little bit of the charm of the old one was how absolutely crap they were. Whereas the new one, I don't know, it feels a little bit... It's obvious they can do better and they're intentionally making it crap. Yeah. And I, I assume they were in the old ones as well, but I, I felt it came across a bit more earnest in the old ones. I don't know. It's it's a minor point. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I know some people aren't, aren't, so, aren't super keen on it being you know, like... 
re- you know, doing a new season at all. Yeah. But well, I mean, you grow up with something, you're going to be very, very defensive of it. So, I mean, it does make sense. Yeah. That some people won't get on with it. But what I can say is, I, I've enjoyed it. Um, I think the film selection's been pretty good. I mean, they've got Yongari. They've got yeah, Yongari and Reptilicus, which is like a Dutch giant monster film. I think it's Dutch. Maybe it's from Denmark. I don't remember. It starts with the D. It's from around that place in the world. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, no. um, I've I've enjoyed it. Uh, I think I've only got like four episodes left to watch. And I'll watch the the full uh, run of this. Because obviously each one is a movie. So it takes quite a while to watch. I say, does it take the whole length of the actual original film? They do truncate the movie slightly. Okay. So they'll they'll edit out parts that aren't really important of the movie. Uh, so between the the intros and inserts and these edited versions of the movie, they're generally about the same length as the original movie would have been. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, it it takes a while to watch through a series. But yeah, so if if you haven't if you haven't watched it or if you're kind of putting off watching it because it's it's not. It's you know. It's it's not the same as it used to be. I, I can say, give it a chance. Yeah. Okay. I, I've I've enjoyed it, but I've not got the, I've not got the baggage going into it of of growing up with the old ones. So, I'm a little bit more impartial. Is probably the wrong word, but I'm I'm more disconnected than, yeah, than a lot of yeah, people yeah. who are going to be talking mm. about it. Plus uh, a Hamar superstar. Plus Hamar superstar. So, so I mean, that's a reason to watch it in, this, in and of itself. So, although I will warn you that if you're like me and and really really like horns and songs, then the theme tune will get stuck <laughs> in your head. Yes, it will for the rest of your life. Oh my god, please no! <laughs> it has been rolling around my head for the last what like week and a half. It felt like longer. <laughs> It felt Excellent. like so much longer. Excellent. See, what you don't understand is in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> you do the la-la-la thing at me, I'm just going to punch you in the head. I'm so fucking sick of that. Oh, on a similar note. I woke up this morning, turned over, la-la-la, fuck off! <laughs> fucking sick of you! But on a similar <laughs> on a similar note, uh, I actually have, uh, have some news about something that I've been doing. Yeah? I have started a new youtube channel yeah cool without me yeah uh just on my on my lonesome finally (laughs) (laughs) everyone's like oh thank god i'm so sick of that is it all up and live now um now no it goes up later today which means that when this goes live it will have been up for several days okay awesome is that because you weren't working hard enough before, so you thought that you'd need less free time? This is what I thought. Like, he works so fucking hard, and I just kind of breeze in and fuck off, and just I'm just worthless. And, like, he was he's like, yeah, so I'm editing, and I'm drawing, and I'm doing everything else. I mean, well, I mean, I do the podcast, so, you know, I, I help a little. But, yeah, and he's just like, you know, I just, I don't feel like I'm going great quick enough. I need to work harder. Well, the thing is, what what I wanted to do was to make a channel for all the stuff that I want to make, but wouldn't really fit on the Sniper Web channel. Yeah, because it's not it doesn't re- it's not really on on message and is not necessarily trying to be so funny. Okay, for want want a yeah. better term? I I guess things so. I I do always you know I'm not I'm not going to sit there and say my jokes are going to be entirely my my videos are going to be entirely. Just these critical things. It's like no, no. They, I, I do write jokes in them, but 
like just just not trying quite so yeah. hard. I, I guess that's the thing. Of I, I wanted somewhere where I could kind of practice because what I have a real problem um, of writing scripts for for reviews and things, and I get so I, I overanalyze myself so mm. badly that I have since since the um, I'm trying to think. That's so putting it. Since writing the Ultramarine script, I guess that's probably the last last big one because there's obviously been a couple of scripted like, yeah. reviews after that. But since then, I have probably started somewhere close to about ten scripts and got like halfway through all of them. Mm, okay. Some of them nearly finished, but then just I you, think I kind of overanalyze doing them. You I, shoot yourself in the foot because you kind of go into hyper perfectionism mode. Yeah, and then I just kind of go. No, no matter what I fucking say. Yeah, it's like no, it, it isn't good enough, and so then I don't don't kind of go go through with it. So I thought, you know what. I'll I'll do this thing on the side where I kind of quickly write scripts and even even like the recording the audio like normally when we record stuff for reviews like we'll we'll do multiple takes of every single line and then pick the best you know? yeah whereas like with this I'm like literally just the first time I get to a take that's that's like acceptable then that's it that's what I'm that's what I'm going with okay just to, just to kind of make something that I can kind of quickly kind of just make and make it and make and do and kind of learn how to be a little less stressed about my own like writing and, and recording and stuff. So the first one is is up now, or it will be when <laughs> when, when this, when this live. podcast live, uh, which is a, a, dis- a me talking about the continuity of the Godzilla films. <laughs> okay, which is yeah, you know, start 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 slow. Don't why don't you? <laughs> I mean, I have always wondered. You're kind of throwing yourself face first into the fire there. Oh yeah, I am because I know I I, I know that. I think I've written this in the description that there is going to be a mistake in there that I haven't noticed yet, and it is going to fucking destroy me for the rest <laughs> of my life, knowing that it's in there. Uh, but yeah, basically, I went through, and the funny thing is, I meant this to be quick, but then it turned out the editing took fucking ages <laughs> because actually explaining all this stuff involves so many insert shots and like making a big fucking diagram of how everything fits together. See how right, okay. It's it's crazy the amount of work he's put into it. I'm kind of watching it going, I get it, but like my brain hurts with the amount of effort I can tell you've put in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to do stuff. Like, I, it's probably going to be a lot of sci-fi stuff, honestly. I, you know, I'd come on this podcast and talk shit about sci-fi for like half an hour. No matter what we say. Yeah, no matter what anyone wants. Uh, I keep doing that. So basically a place where I can do that stuff. Like not to say that I'm going to stop doing it on the podcast because I know some people actually quite like it. But mostly your mum. My my mum doesn't know what I do on the internet. <laughs> but yeah, so somewhere I can kind of do a more formal version of the stuff that I do on the podcast normally with with the sci fi stuff. Uh, so that's kind probably of like what... into like uh, informational kind of stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, Such critical. Uh, basically, again, <laughs> I I just want to be sci fi debris or SF debris. That's what I ask who I want to be. You just want to you just want to do kissing with him. <laughs> And so, yeah, basically just kind of doing doing like little videos about about various sci-fi stuff and kaiju stuff, and maybe I might do some game stuff on there as well, but only stuff that wouldn't really fit on the the, um, the Snap and Web channel. Yeah, because obviously, like, I'm, it's not going to affect the stuff that's going to appear on, on on our channel. So, the same amount of stuff is going to appear. It's just extra stuff that I'll do on the side. You're right there. Yeah. You've just been kind of grinning to yourself for the last no, minute. I'm not grinning. I'm smirking because I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, I'm. I'm also going to make a YouTube channel." And you're sitting there going, "I really want to, like, you know, analyze and 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 talk about, like, you know, be, be be a bit critical, be a bit informational about uh, about sci-fi and just things I enjoy." And I'm sitting there going, "I had an idea for what if, like, 
what if I ate loads of yogurt and tried to, like, sing the Pokemon theme? <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, a genuine idea. <laughs> and you're like, okay. you come out with the amazing Godzilla stuff and I'm sitting there fucking putting screwdrivers in my nose. Well, you know, the, the Snipe and Whip channel is a mixture of two very different approaches to their, <laughs> very, their, very polite their creative output. I see. So we have, like, you know, Critical Thinker, and then we have Yogurt in Mouth singing the Pokemon theme. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, okay, that's a very polite way of yeah. saying you are a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what... So if if you if you haven't seen seen what I, what I've made, um, what's the channel called? It's currently just called Wib because I haven't got a better name okay. for it yet. So you've got the rest of today to think of a better name. Yeah, well, it, it's it, it'll be Wib until I think of a better name. Basically, okay. is that literally it? The full thing? Yes. Wib just... until I think of a no. better name. Because <laughs> that's the... a good one. I might let steal me... that one. Let me get to my points. Nah. Anyway, if you want to see, if if you want to see this thing, because the name hasn't it, it hasn't got a custom URL yet, uh, because you have to have a hundred subscribers to have those, and it needs to be thirty days old. So, please go subscribe to my channel so I can get a custom URL so it's easy to find. Please subscribe to that channel. I can't link you to. <laughs> but what you can do is it, the the video we post Look for Wib. It'll be easy to find. The video will be posted all over the Snipe and Web social media, and on the Snipe and Web page, it'll be in the related channels, so you'll be able to find it easy enough. So please go subscribe to my channel so that I have my, my self worth isn't completely destroyed. <laughs> Well, I've already subscribed. You have, you have. Yeah. I think it's got four subscribers at this point before a video's been posted. Dude, nice. That's... Who, who else knows about it? I, I did post the channel on its own on Twitter. Oh, okay. Basically saying, you know, wouldn't it be weird if something got uploaded here tomorrow? Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> now, now, just don't post anything. And like, Haha, <laughs> I've wasted your time. <laughs> I've wasted your time and energy. <laughs> Although, admittedly, less than I've wasted my own making this joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that'd make it a bit funnier. If I put so much fucking effort in and now I'm just not going to do anything with it. Ha ha. Ha What a card I am. <laughs> See, now everyone's just going to think I'm copying you with making my own channel. That's which I kind of am, but shut up. Ah, uh, well, you know, it's it's good to sometimes do things off your own kind of back. Mm. And sort of do something on the side. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I have my old YouTube channel where I've got my old TF2 videos, but I'm just fucking no one is looking at those. Yeah. I'm not linking. I'm don't look for it. I'll stab you. <laughs> it's just no. I'm not. That channel is dead to me. Hey, come on! At least our old uh, Gary's mod videos aren't still online. <sighs> <laughs> they they were not. Cause it was like nearly like ten years ago. Yeah, I've I, I <laughs> when we posted our fucking Gary's mod videos. Yeah. I, I remember watching those like about a year ago. Don't. Like watching them back to see if they were as bad as I remembered. Were they worse? Uh, the the first ones the first one's really shit. Well, of course <laughs> it is. It was the first one we did. Uh, the next two because we, we I don't know if um, I, I assume there's very few people who listen to this who I actually know, know I them. Know Plasma. He'll be sitting here like he'll be laughing because he like we we've, we've known each other for a very long oh, time. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll be sitting there fucking giggling his ass off. Because he really liked those videos because, I don't know, he's he's supportive to a fault, yeah. really. <laughs> but, yeah, there were little little Gmod-like uh, skits, I guess. Um, oh, what, what was that series called? That was the Idiots of, of Gary's Mod. Yeah, it was kind of like... We basically saw that and went, we want to do it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so we, we did we did things kind of copying that. And yeah. yeah, they weren't they weren't good. The, the last 
Because I think we did three. No, we, we did released. two, but we only uploaded... We, we did three, but we only uploaded two. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Because the okay. third one was, like, that's starting to get into, like, proper video editing, and we had... We didn't go as far as sound balancing. That would be stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, then we got, like... Because I, I started bringing in, bringing in the... Um, oh, the what is it? The, the, the face studio for TF2 started doing stuff like that. Oh, started using face posing, yeah. Yeah, I started doing that, and it's, it's just got to a point where it was just taking so long to to do but nothing was really funny <laughs> yeah you know the the really sad well, it was funnier but yeah the really sad part is is that when those were uploaded because youtube was a very different place to to what it is now like those videos got like 5k views or something like without yeah. really trying because it wasn't really a thing that was particularly common now everyone can fucking record something and just pop it online so so, you know, yeah. It was before, yeah, because it was before, before, like... Before content ID and... Yeah. Because I remember, like, I did a bunch of kill cam videos where I just... Yeah, I had, like, weird, like, ja- Japanese? I don't know why I said Japanese. I had weird, um, like, you know, when you get killed in TF2, it kind of freeze frames on the person who kills you. And, like, I got, like, a bunch of those print screens and just put them together with a bit of music, and people seem to like those. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, like it was just such a different like lay of the land back then. Mm. Yeah, it was it it was just funny how much how many views you could get so easily. Yeah. Whereas like now, um good luck. I I was about to say, you know, starting a new channel is horrifying, I say having just started a new channel, <laughs> but Well, I mean, we've got the comfort of our like our our main YouTube channel to fall back and like, you know, cushy where people like comment and like and have subscribed and are nice. Oh yeah, but yes. Starting from scratch is is, is a bit nerve wracking in this this current uh, environment. Mm. Uh, not not least because you know the uh, the certainties of what's going on in YouTube are seemingly constantly changing. And YouTube is a fucking shit show. Yeah, it's a bit. It, it can be. It, it can seem a little bit intimidating. Mm. I guess. God, do you remember when YouTube was literally there for TV shows? That was pretty much all it fucking had on it. Was just people uploading no. TV shows. Really. That's like back in like ooh, I can't even remember the year, but I just remember like just people being like, "Oh yeah, this is literally the only way I watch Family Guy." <laughs> well, I guess there was a period of that, but like I, I've always associated early YouTube more with um, with vloggers, really. Really. Like when people just sit down just with the camera and just talk bullshit. <laughs> you mean like what we do? <laughs> well, yeah. But... <laughs> But like the really like low end like four by three webcams, oh, like shit. like I'd... really the really like crappiest form of that. That's kind of what I think of early YouTube. Like yeah, there was always people just uploading copyrighted stuff. But like, oh yeah, and they couldn't really do shit all about it. Yeah, but I've never really thought of that as being like the main use for YouTube. I always thought of yeah. Well, I, I never watch vloggers because unless well, no. I know you, I don't care. Well, yeah. That's... As harsh as that sounds, but that's kind of what I can tell. Like people won't go. I really fancy watching a new vlogger. I like this person's haircut or back or like wallpaper. I'll use that. I'll yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I don't particularly. It's like it's like I I watch like Tom Scar vlogs because I think Tom Scar's a total bro, and I'm totally <laughs> yeah. girl crushing on his girlfriend. So you know. Yeah, I mean, I understand watching vlogs of people that you you already like the content of. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you become interested in that person. But yeah, just watching vlogs of people and all they do is vlogs. I, well, I mean, I mean like, whatever. This you is know, the thing: but... we are old, cranky, and don't get it. So it's like a lot of people will love watching people's vlogs. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Know? So like, more power to you. We're just old and don't understand. Admittedly, you kids. <laughs> admittedly, when that thing first started, we weren't old. <laughs> We've. 
we, well, were, we were the age of the people that started doing it. Well, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you had to have money. You had to have money to be able to do that kind of thing. Oh, you just needed a webcam. Yeah, um, my family was starving. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just saying there is, there is a difference between quote-unquote having money and... Well, and I, not like, being starving. It still seems like really out there to me, but whatever. <laughs> but like, it, it was just, it was just so different, man. Back in the day, the dark ages of YouTube, <laughs> video hosting. Do you remember when they had the style system? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fucking useless. Yeah, it was terrible. It wasn't out of five for was YouTube five? videos. Yeah. And like, I don't, I still don't know why we really have a like and dislike button. But like, I dislike don't. Button. I don't understand what the dislike button is for. At all. Yeah. So people can read the title and get angry and dislike it before they even watch it and then leave an angry comment going, You fucker! Skyrim's the best! Fuck you! <laughs> or whatever they they say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't, I just don't get it, because, like, say, for the sake of argument, like, like, obviously, you know, we've we've been doing YouTube for a while, so we, we've picked up a, a shit ton of dislikes over the years. Uh, and, like, sometimes you'll see someone leave a really shitty comment and then you'll pick up a dislike on that video. Mm. And, and because we're we're small enough to notice when a you know, uh, videos get dislikes. So, so we go, okay. And that makes sense. At least someone sat there and they've been angry at you and they're disliked. Okay. Fair enough. Like whatever. But like half the time you get a dislike and you're like, well, why? Yeah. I mean, it would be (laughs) nice if like, I I understand the logistics of this are impossible, but in an ideal world, it would be nice. Like before you left a dislike, you had to, you had to basically sit there and say why you did, why you're disliking. Yeah. Mm. Because it's like, if it's like, oh, I just, I don't like the colours they're using for the background, or this person is annoying, which, albeit that's probably what it would be, or yeah. it's like, suck your mum, would be actually why the people would dislike it. That's what they write, anyway. That's what they write. So, but it's like, it's still kind of like, it's fucking useless. It's like, okay, someone disliked this, I have no idea why. Maybe they just have a horrible memory associated with the background music. Yeah. You just don't you know, fucking know. You know you know what it is? It's useless. The dislike button feels so useless because it is, it takes the element of critique that is the most useless and is only that. Because mm. like, well, That's kind of YouTube, really. Yeah, if, <laughs> if someone said, <laughs> if, yeah, if, <laughs> if you make something... Um, and someone co- and someone says, "I don't like it." That's fucking worthless to you. Now, what you want is someone to say, "I don't like this because of this and this and this," and then you can you can decide whether to take that on board or to ignore it, whether you think it's a valid criticism or not. And honestly, you, some people sit there and say all criticism is valid, and I would tell them that they've never been on, they've never made something and put it on the internet. Yes, there's, YouTube. there's lots of criticism that isn't valid. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, I, I see the dislike system as kind of like, say me holding up like a script for like a little comedy skit I've written and gone, hey, Wib, what do you think? And you just going, <laughs> just blowing raspberries yeah. at me. And I'm like, okay, um, that that's definitely a reaction that yeah. you've had. Why? And then you just continually blow raspberries at me. Yeah. It, it's fucking worthless, and I don't know why it's there. I think the only time I really understand it is when when something is put up, and it's like I don't know, like there's a video that's just a massive racist tirade or mm. something. Then I kind of understand people that yeah. dislike. Yeah, well, I mean, the only way I understand it is if people are like, "Hey, should I do uh, like if you guys want to see me play Breath of the Wild, leave a like. If you want to see me play." Resident Evil 7, dislike. That's the yeah. only way I've seen it utilised to the point where it's not fucking useless. Well, uh, Vati Video, who um, does does Dark Souls, 
um, videos. Uh, very very cool channel actually. Um, I, I've seen, he, he tends to use it like um, he'll do things of like things you might have missed in Dark Souls videos, and he'll say if you if you didn't know what if you didn't know one of the things in this list, then leave a like. Mm. If you knew all of it, give it a dislike. So then he and so like you know as so his way of his way of taking the dislikes back, yeah. as it were, like making it into a into an actual game. I think that that is that is really the only valid kind of use for it. Mm. Because, yeah, for, for the most part, it's just, oh, hey, um, someone didn't like it. Okay, great. Good on you. What, what am I supposed to do with that information? Yeah. As, as a creator, what the fuck am I supposed to yeah, do with as that? As a non-creator, oh, actually, like, if you don't like a video, just stop watching it. Like, don't, don't, go to, don't put in more effort to click a button. Like, if you don't like it, I mean, like, this is, again, under normal circumstances. Like, if someone, like you say, like a big racist video or big, something horrible, okay, fine. Dislike it. Because they're a dick and they do deserve to be told. <laughs> but under normal circumstances, why put in more of your effort to click a dislike button rather than just closing off that window or whatever? Yeah, I just I... don't really quite understand who does it. But yeah. and just to clarify, this isn't this isn't YouTube creator sits there and gets salty because videos have picked up dislikes. It's just I honestly don't understand. It's like just it's honestly just a why would you why would you take the the two seconds it takes to click the dislike button when you could just close the, the browser. The comments section, it's like, it's so much more useful. It's like, if, you know, if there's no dislike button, then I guess people will be more inclined to just go, this is shit, I hate you, I love X, Y, Z that you don't like, or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean, the comments on our very first scripted video, the um, 40k um, retrospective of, like, the 90s games, uh, the comments of that were actually super fucking useful. Very good. Like, people were telling us what they liked and what they didn't like. And it yeah. was like, thank you, this is exactly what we fucking need. And that's why our scripted videos, like, post that, I think, just, like, got better and, and, and better. And then we did Dinosaurs, which is a terrible video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We were still cutting our teeth. Yes, yeah, but then, then we got better again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, like, that kind of feedback, helpful. Dislikes don't help anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I felt the need to go off on that. that no, kind of no, no, tirade. that's fine. That's fine. It's content, isn't it? Oh, I mean, I guess. People have stopped. No one's fucking listening anyway. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. They're like, we're here for the sci-fi. I stopped listening once I defended the new Mystery Science Theatre. Yeah. <laughs> we're gone. We're somehow like, we're in the negative. They're all like, bring back Mike. And I'm like, uh, no, okay. <laughs> like, fuck you with your la-la-las. <laughs> I like the old theme tune better. Death to harm our superstar. But no, that's too far, man. That is too far. Okay, you can dislike things that we like, but don't you ever talk shit about harm our superstar. <laughs> he was in that vodka commercial for vodka on that 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 like right like that buck and ball. Okay, I'm just saying it now. The name of this podcast is "Don't Talk Shit About Harm Our Superstar." <laughs> <laughs>